welcome to the Sensitive Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki, and I'm going to teach you how to overcome your fears, conquer your dreams, and own your life. I'm so happy that you're here. Now let's get started. Hello, hello, my friends. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Sensitive Soul, Bold Spirit. Um, and on that note, the name may be changing soon. It's still up in the air. If you have any good ideas, send them to me what you think this um, show should be about. We're going to be talking a lot more about um, money mindset, manifesting money, and then, you know, like the, the harder part of it, which is actually like tracking your money, um, budgeting, and seeing where you can change, make changes in your life. So, we are going to be heading that way, which brings me to today's episode. A few weeks ago, I did an episode on how to get out of a funk. So, that's just when you're like down in the dumps, you're not feeling really great about yourself, and you want to feel better, you want to be more joyful. So today I decided to do how to get out of a money funk, or how to get yourself out of your money funk. Um, So yeah, it's going to be kind of the same, but different. Same, same, different, right? So this is kind of when you feel you can't ever get ahead in the money game. You feel like you're always behind, um, you're never going to pay off your debt, and then other expenses come up, and you just have to put it on credit because you don't have the cash because you've been paying it all toward your debt and la 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 and it just feels so overwhelming that you are just stressed and angry and overwhelmed and feeling kind of hopeless. So I'm hoping that today I can give you a little bit of hope in this and help you to move forward and get more on top of everything and just start attracting naturally more money to yourself and to your life. So we're going to talk about two different um, categories of things. There's going to be the easy stuff, which is going to be fun, and you're going to be happy about it. And then there's going to be some hard stuff, which is going to take a little bit more discipline, but it's going to make huge, huge difference in your life. So I'll start with the easy stuff because, I mean, who doesn't want to start with the easy stuff, right? If you want to turn it off after this, you can, but you're not going to get the whole effect of what I'm teaching today. So some easy stuff you can do. I call it easy stuff because it's play. You're going to be playing a lot. You're going to be having fun with money and about money and you want to make money feel easy. It's easy come, easy go. And then when it goes, you're not gripping so tightly like it's never going to come back to you. So it's going to be more of getting into the flow of that natural, this is what I put out, um, it's going to come back to me, I'm going to be grateful and show um, the world that I have faith, right? So if you follow me on Instagram, you would see that one of my most favorite things to do is to play music when I'm paying bills. Um, I have created this entire money vibes playlist that I play and it's all all the songs are about being rich and having all kinds of money and they're fun a lot of them are gangster rap because gangsters rap about money a lot you guys but some of them are a little bit um different softer I should say just don't listen to it with kids around so when you're you can be sitting down at your computer or wherever you pay your bills 
and have this music playing in the background. Maybe pick out which one's your favorite song or just play a song that makes you feel good about yourself and enjoy that time. Like make it fun. And this is not a time of, I have to do this. Um, I, you know, this is like a necessary evil and, you know, if I don't do this and the creditors are coming, coming after me, I want you to do it with joy and with gratitude. So you can even like get up and have a little dance party before you can get up and dance in the middle of it. However you want, whatever feels good to you, do it. Don't make this a hard thing. Don't make this, um, a chore, Make it a fun thing, something that you enjoy and you look forward to doing every um, month or semi-monthly. I think that's semi-monthly. Whenever you do it twice. No. Yeah, semi-monthly. So like twice a month. That's how I pay my bills. Um, So, yeah, make it good. Um, Every time that you pay for a bill, say thanks. Give gratitude to whatever that paid for. Um, Paying your cell phone bill. Thank you. I'm so grateful that I had cell phone service. I'm so grateful that I can access the internet on my phone, my smartphone. This is so cool that we live in a time like this. I'm so grateful that when I went over my data or over my minutes, that my cell phone company gave me more. I had to pay for it, but it gave me more. It didn't say, it didn't cut you off and say, no more. No more for you. Um, If your electric bill or your power bill is a little bit higher than normal, just know that's usually because it was either really cold or really hot, and your house or your unit was trying to um, regulate the temperature. Um, They're trying to get get to a good, um, comfortable temperature for you, and just know that if it was really cold, like, you had heat, and show gratitude for that. Like, that's amazing that you, that we live in this age where we can have, we can push a button and say, I want it to be 72 degrees in here and it's automatically 72 degrees. Or I want it to be 68 and it's going to be 68 all the time. That's insane, you guys. Just think about it. Okay. Um, yeah. So that's the first thing and the easy stuff. And the next thing is, um, To show gratitude, I I talk about gratitude a lot, obviously, Um, for every expense that you buy out. So, like, if you're getting groceries, um, if you're getting food, anything that you're, like, out, you're in a store, and you're purchasing something, don't gripe about the amount that it costs. Um, Be grateful that you have the money to pay for that. And what you're getting in exchange, it's just an exchange of energy. So you put out energy in the form of money and you get back in energy in the form of groceries. Um, I talked about this before, but like if you have a flat tire, let's say you have to go buy a new tire. Yeah, that sucks that you have to buy a new tire because that's not something that you expected to pay for this month. But... It's something that you need, and it's something that's readily available to you. You don't have to wait 10 weeks for a horse and carriage to bring it to you. Think about things like that. When you think about it that way, you're like, oh, yeah, this is kind of cool that that this is, it's this easy. I'm just having to give some money for it. 
So, on top of that, I do want you to question every non-necessary expense. Um, When you're out, I know a lot of girls do retail therapy. I'm not a huge shopper. I don't love shopping. So, you guys may hate me for this if you do love shopping. Um, I have two friends in particular who always want to go shopping. And I'm like, okay, I'll go. But, like, I'm not going to spend any money, you know. Um, Maybe it's because I'm really short. I've always had a really hard time buying clothes. So, I just, like, don't really enjoy it. I'm five feet zero, if you're wondering. That's how short I am. So when you're out with your friends, you can go and just enjoy their company. If you are in a money funk and you don't feel like you have a lot going on right now, go and make it fun and don't be upset that you're not spending money. Just enjoy their company. Enjoy talking to them. Enjoy like just getting out in the world. Sometimes you just need to get out of your own house. And just going around and, I don't know, maybe you guys will have some lunch or whatever. But I just want you to question every non-necessary expense. Do you absolutely need it? Can you survive another month without it? This goes for Amazon, too. I mean, Amazon is so easy to buy from. You just hit one click and it comes to your house, right? Like, how much easier can they make it for you? So you really have to, like, put the brakes on and think... Can I go another month without this cheese grater? I don't know where that came from. But just, you know, you buy the most random things on Amazon, or I do at least. Hopefully other people do the same. I don't know. Just think about it. Question yourself every time you come there and you get to that one-click option or you get to your your cart and checkout time. Is this necessary right now? Can I go another month without it? If it's books, I'm guilty of this. Buying books when I already have like 10 unread books at my house. So do I really need another one? Nope. So think about that. If you're trying to order a book or something, do you have something that hasn't already been used at your house? Check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> um, yeah. And then just do something fun. Do something fun instead, like I said with the shopping. Go out, take a walk, go for a hike, um, go to the park, enjoy a picnic at the park, like pack your own food. Um, I don't know where you live, but if you live near water, water is so calming. Whether it's a lake, a river, uh, ocean. Oceans are my favorite. You you might know that about me if you follow my Instagram also. Um, I post about oceans all the time. But... Anytime you're near water, you're just going to get a more peaceful um, feeling. And, yeah, it just feels good unless you have a fear of water, which then you probably won't feel so great on water, right? So, yeah, I mean, that's just part of, you just want to try to live luxuriously without spending money. And it is possible, maybe not in the luxurious way that you want to, But you can, I hate to say this phrase because I don't like the way it sounds, and I'll explain more later, but you can fake it until you make it. And all that means is to live the way you would live if you had a million dollars. So if you would take bubble bubble baths, if you would take bubble baths, if you were a millionaire, then take a friggin' bubble bath. 
If you would take daily walks outside, then take daily walks outside. If you would shop at Whole Foods or Fresh Market, which is what I have where I live, then shop there instead of shopping uh, wherever you shop. Sometimes just being in those environments, I've noticed at those grocery stores, like it's, you just feel like fancy going in there. They play this like classical music. The lights are down low. Like the whole setup is designed to make you feel good. Um, And even if you don't buy a lot in there, it's good to just go and get in there and feel those feelings and kind of be like, oh yeah, this is what it feels like to be able to shop here all the time or, you know, really take care of my health. But one of the things I stopped doing is eating fast food so much because the person whom I'm becoming does not eat fast food. You know, if I was a millionaire, I would not eat fast food, right? So that was one one change that I made. And Actually, it's saved me money because now I'm eating at home and I'm cooking my meals and I'm taking care of my health a little bit more. So think about how can you live that lifestyle you want to live without actually spending uh, ungodly amounts of money. Okay, so now on to the harder stuff. If you don't want to hear the hard stuff, go ahead and turn it off right now. But I beg of you to just listen and... See if any of it resonates with you, and if it does, then, you know, we'll be on to something, right? If it doesn't, then you can just throw it in the trash, do whatever you want with it, recycle it. So, one of the things you want to do, if you feel like you cannot get ahead of your bills, you cannot get ahead of your debt, one thing you want to do is evaluate where are you spending some major cash, where is all of your money going? And one of the things I talk about is that, that if you don't tell your money where to go with a budget, then it's going to go wherever it wants to go. And at the end of the month, you're going to wonder, where did my money go? You're going to wonder where it went if you don't tell where to go. I think that's a Dave Ramsey quote. If you don't tell your money where to go, you'll wonder where it went. Something like that. I'm paraphrasing. So you want to start tracking now. Where has all my money gone? Are you shopping a lot? Are you spending a lot of money um, either online or at retail stores? Where is your money going? And that doesn't have to be clothes. That could be like um, furniture. It could be like little knickknacks. It could be books. It could be um, music. It could be electronics. Like, what are you spending your money on? Look at those and see, do I really need that? There are people who will go out and buy a huge TV and then not have enough money for groceries. And I just cannot get that mindset. So you want to look, what, do I need a TV? Do my, me and my kids need, gro- need food to eat? Probably the food, right? Not probably. You need food. (laughs) Stepping off the soapbox now. So um, shopping is a big one. Groceries, believe it or not, I know I just talked to you about buying groceries instead of eating out, but a lot of people buy groceries and waste half of what they buy because it goes bad before they eat it or use it. 
So what you want to do if you are spending a lot of money on groceries is to make a meal plan each week and only buy what is absolutely necessary that week. If you are planning to make hamburgers and chicken and, you know, some vegetables, only buy ground beef, chicken, your vegetables. Don't go in and buy Pop-Tarts because there's a new flavor out. Um, don't go in and say, ooh, that looks good, and just start putting stuff in your, in your cart. Or, you know, I mean, if fruit's on sale, like two for one or whatever, I mean, have at it as long as you're going to eat it. Don't buy stuff that you're not going to eat. So that's why I always, always, always say meal plan and make a list. Shop only from your list because that is where you will lose a lot of money and not realize it. And you'll think, oh, I'm spending money on groceries. That's a good thing. It is as long as you're eating what you're, what you're buying. Another thing to look at is eating out. How often are you eating out instead of cooking at home? Because when you're eating out, you are going to spend money. If you think about it, you are, you are paying not only for your food, but you're paying for, you know, the restaurant overhead. You're paying for the cooks in the back. You're paying for the wait staff. Mostly your tip is going to the wait staff, not your actual food. But, you know... That's those are necessary expenses for that restaurant, so you shouldn't be upset about that. And I myself was a server for six to seven years, not sixty-seven, six to seven. And you know, that's one thing I will tell people just because I was a server, like if you can't afford to tip your waitress when you go out, then don't go out to eat. You do not have enough money to be going out to eat. You need to stay at home and you need to cook. And that's not me being ugly. That's just me being truthful. And that's me. That's not uh, Nikki the server. That's Nikki the accounting money confidence coach. You don't have the money. If you don't have $5 to tip your server then you don't have the money to go out and eat. So you need to be cooking at home, okay? Because um, everybody who works there deserves to get paid because that's their job. You wouldn't want to go to your job and not get paid. So you can't, um, I mean, you can, but you really shouldn't go and this is part of the money mindset thing is going in and fussing or um, being bitter about having to pay someone for doing their job. Because you want to get paid for your job, you're not doing it for free. So you've got to you've got to equal out that energy exchange. If you want it to come back to you, you have to give it freely and um, without regret or resentment. Boom! There's another soapbox. I'm I'm on a roll today, y'all. Okay, another thing you can probably cut out, and I think a lot of people have already cut this out because. Netflix and Hulu and Amazon are all such big, um, big players these days. But cable, I know that before I cut my cable down to just internet, I was paying close to $200, which is insane. So look at your cable or if you're paying for satellite, how much are you paying per month and could you cut that down? Um, because, I mean, y'all, you can get Netflix for like $10 a month. Hulu's the same. Amazon. If you have Amazon Prime, you have Prime Video for free. And there are a ton of shows and movies and stuff you can watch on that. Or you can just read a book at home. 
or watch videos you already have. I know a lot of people don't do that now. Or you can get on YouTube. Um, and I know I have a Roku, which is just a, a, I don't know what you call it. It's equipment you plug up to your TV, and that's how I get all my apps like Netflix and stuff. And there's a Roku channel, and everything on the Roku channel is free, and I don't have to pay for it. And my Roku thing was like $50, I think. And it's not a subscription. I just paid for it once, and it's just a piece of equipment. So, yeah, that's a huge way you can cut out on your entertainment. Look at that cable satellite expense. And I know you sports fanatics are like, but I need it live. I need to watch it live. I mean, maybe... But could you go to, um, like, a bar and watch it, a sports bar? Because I know they always play games and stuff. Which, granted, you'll be spending money eating there. So you just kind of have to figure out, where am I going to save the most money? And the last one I have to talk about today, and there are plenty more, but I'm just not going to go on all day about spending too much money. But that's subscriptions or subscription boxes. So... That is like Spotify. If you pay for Spotify Premium, that's, you know, that's something you're paying for monthly and that adds up and that could be going towards your debt or that could be going towards your expenses that you are feeling drowned by right now. Because you don't, I mean, you can access Spotify without paying for it. You just have to listen to commercials. I mean, it's totally worth it, right? So what subscriptions can you cut off? For now, until later, until you feel like you've got your head above water and you can breathe, you know, you're you're not drowning. Um, there's Ipsy, you know, the monthly Ipsy bag. It has little makeup samples in it. You know, that's it's cute and it's cheap. It's only $10, but do you really need that? Is that necessary? Like, how many of those things do you have? Let's say you have five different subscriptions that are $10 each each month. That's $50 a month that right now you could take out and start putting towards something that is more necessary and will get you closer to where you want to be in your money um, mindset or your financial life. Boom. So we've evaluated where we're spending our money. I've given you some ideas on how to um, lower those or eliminate them completely. So the next thing that you're going to want to do, remember, this is the hard stuff, guys. This is where it gets a little bit hard, and you'll do it if you really want to make a difference or make a change in your life. If you don't really want to, then you won't do it. So it's up to you. I'm giving you the information. You decide if you want to take it or you leave, want to leave it. Tough love, hashtag. So you can make a budget. You want to make a budget, and you want to stick to it. So I actually have a freebie for you guys that I'm going to put in the show notes for my pay off your debt so you can start living your life ebook. So when you sign up for that, I'll send you my ebook, which explains everything on how to set up a budget and how to get there with what you have now. And then I'm also going to send you two budget templates. I've made one on Google Sheets. So it is editable, and you can go in and you can put in your income. You can put in how much you ha pay each month for each of your bills. And then also have a printable one if you're more of a pen and paper type gal. But if you are doing the pen and paper one, you will have to do your own calculations 
So just make sure you double check those and make sure that you your numbers are working out. If you do the Google Sheets one, I've already put the formulas in for you. So it'll tell you a total down at the bottom. It'll give you, you know, once you have a zero total, that's going to show, okay, I've told all of my money where to go. Because when you make a budget, like I said, you're just telling your money where to go each month so that you don't get to the end of the month and wonder where it went. Boom. That's free, guys. I'll give that to you for free. And then also, if you feel like you are just so overwhelmed, you don't want to deal with it, you don't want to do any of this stuff, then find a financial coach, find a money coach who can help you change your whole relationship with money. You know, there are financial coaches out there who will just um, go over the numbers with you. And then there are mindset or money mindset coaches out there who will just go over your money mindset and they won't go over the numbers with you. Um, so you can choose what you need. If you feel like you need both, I would love to work with you. Um, that's what I do. I will go through your numbers with you, help you find your budget, help you show where you can cut costs and get ahead. But then we'll also work on your money mindset and manifesting more money to your lives, attracting more money, um, and just being a, a, a money magnet. <laughs> just being a money magnet. Like, who doesn't want to be a money magnet? Money comes and goes for me freely. And that's what I'll help you do if you decide to work with me. If you don't, that's fine. No hard feelings, yo. Um, so like I said, just know what you're looking for when you do find a coach. Know what they're going to teach you. Make sure you talk to them. Is this just going to be, are we just going to be numbers? Or are we just going to do mindset? Are you going to do both with me? Are you going to teach me how to manifest money? Or just where to put my money and about my bank account? Um, yeah, boom. I would love, love, love to, um, work with you guys. I'm just now starting to take one-on-one -on -one clients, um, and I can help you get going. I do have a degree in accounting, so that's where my, um, my love of money, my love of numbers comes from, and I just, I enjoy, <laughs> I enjoy doing budgets, so, yeah, there's that. I'm a nerd. Math nerd right here. Anyway, thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope that you found some value here and you found some tips that you could use in your life. And you can even share this with a friend. If you found this valuable, please take a screenshot, share this to your IG, and tag me. I'm Nikki.Ferguson. That's N-I-K-I dot F-E-R-G-U. S-O-N. Look forward to talking to you soon. Bye.